Hi, and welcome to The Temple Podcast. I'm Edward Pike. I'm the founder of The Temple. And for the last 10 years, I've been on a journey of personal transformation, really exploring and working in the fields of health, spirituality, mind, body, and purpose. Basically, all the ways to try to be a better human being. In this podcast, I have honest and powerful conversations with some of the amazing, inspiring people I've met along the way, who are all working to create change for their clients, their communities, and for our planet. Through their stories, their experiences, and their profound knowledge, I hope to inspire and to help you to make better choices and to improve the way you live, you think, and that you work. Because that, I believe, is how we can create big changes for our society and for our beautiful planet Earth. So just sit back for now, relax, and enjoy the podcast. And welcome to the temple. Hi, and welcome back to the temple podcast. I'm Edward. It's a pleasure to have you here. And um, I'm really excited to to introduce you to our next guest. Um, In this episode, I I sit down to have a conversation with Helena Holwick, the founder of a company called Helping You Shine, and she really does help people do that uh, through her coaching. So she helps, in her own words, she helps people to find, to find, sorry, own and share their brilliance. And she works with um, small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and what she calls chaotic creatives, Uh, to help them develop their professional and more so practical skills to grow their business. So we dive into a beautiful and powerful conversation around around many topics, but the one theme that kept coming back in this conversation was the theme of, of containers and creating important and powerful and even sacred containers within our lives, within our work, to bring through more of ourselves. So this is a theme that's been kind of emerging over the past few podcasts and with this conversation with Helena, we all we just dive straight into that um, and into other topics, the topics of connection or entrepreneurship um, and the importance, as we said, of creating uh, safe spaces and safe containers for connection. So in this podcast, you'll also learn a very simple tool that Helena teaches to feel appreciation and gratitude and to kind of shift your perspective but also how to start looking at your work and your life as containers for your, for your essence and for your energy, and why, as a result of that, your self-care, your inner work, um, your you time are equally as important as what you achieve uh, in terms of external results. So I'm super thrilled to introduce you to Helena. She is vibrant, she's alive, she is very inspiring in the way she works with her people and the way she really kind of fosters and nurtures um, connection. And she has this beautiful Facebook group called The Connection Hub, which is a place for authors, coaches and speakers to connect and to to give um, insight and advice, but also to receive support in building their business. And uh, I've been part of that group for a little while and I'm very inspired by uh, the way she holds that space. And it's already been very, very useful for myself, also on on a professional, uh, professional level. So, without further ado, I introduce you to Helena. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast.
Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I am so, so well. So good to be with you. Yeah, it is. We've, we've, we had this one-day workshop together, and of course we were connected and we were speaking, you know, through, our, through the prism of the workshop, and it's so good to actually have this quality time now to connect and to sure. get to know you more. Yeah. I'm so, really looking forward to it. I have no idea where we're going to end up going, but I love, I've listened to a few of these now, and they're just delicious, like really powerful. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call them powerful ramblings <laughs> with amazing humans. Ooh, yes. Maybe that should be the new title. Yeah, powerful maybe. Ramblings with amazing humans, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start our ramble. Sure. With um with the kind of the ritual question now, which is if you could describe in your own words what it is that you are currently doing for mm. Your communities, your clients, your planet. So, uh, I am a. I, I believe they call me a multi-potentialite. Somebody, somebody <laughs> coined the term, which I really love. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I'm a multi-potentialite. Okay. That works for me. I do many things, but when I really boil it down, whether it's wearing, so I run two companies. One of them with a really good friend. One of them by myself. Um, and, and that aside, you know, what I really do is just hold great space for people mm. to explore, to expand, to experience parts of themselves that they may or may not recognize, parts of themselves that they may be a little bit frightened of, parts of themselves that they didn't know were there. So I have, I use my natural curiosity. Like, so in essence, what do I do? I I ask great questions and I give great space, <laughs> so, you know, because a great question then needs space around it. And I think as the coach, guide, mentor, teacher, yeah. hybrid, that's pretty much the job. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Mm. That makes it very pretty profound. much it. Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah. Ask great questions and hold great space. Yeah. Mm. And just see what it, you know, see what comes up and, 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 and allow for that. And, you know, tangibly, that translates into people wanting to, um, you know, sort of if I, if I, if I was standing in, in front of uh, a crowd of people and, you know, you have to do your one-liner in some way that attracts people, I really take the brilliance out of people's heads mm. and I help them put it into a shape and a structure that helps others understand what they do and then helps them be easy to learn from which, of course, makes it easy for them to earn from. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that also works. Mm. Lovely. And so what are the kind of people that you work with? What's the, the typical kind of journey that people go on? Okay. So, 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 uh, so I'll, I'll go back and I'll say, I'll say uh, so wearing the two hats. So I run a company called Helping You Shine which is my teaching, coaching, guiding company for those people who are exploring a little bit more deeply where they're at and how they might want to put their gifts out into the world. Yeah. And I also, so, so, so those ones are for, it's really for affectionately, I call them my, and they don't seem to mind. Uh, in fact, they seem to identify with it. Um, I call them my chaotic cre creatives. Yes. You know, they are the ones that, you know, if you can imagine as you're listening, like they're the ones that like, just have ideas that are bubbling out of their heads like cartoon characters with, you know, sort of sparks coming out of their heads and, and, and it gets overwhelming for them. So, so I, I help them tame that by 
by finding a rhythm and a routine and a and a container uh, we were talking about that and a container for for their brilliance that actually allows them to share it in a way that then doesn't overwhelm them and allows them to do exactly what they want to do which is go out in the world and actually make a positive difference and and really kind of have it be dare I say it packaged in such a way that people get that hugeness of who they be and who they are but in a way that is consumable mm. and actually useful in <laughs> some way practical <laughs> exactly because yeah. you know because because I think we're all again you know I'll say it we're delicious humans and the creativity that some of us have and usually that goes hand in hand with the leaders that we are stepping into being those people who are putting their hand up or their that proverbial you know head above the parapet mm. you know and saying yes me I I, I I can share something it's it's quite hard for people like that to then kind of shape it and present it to someone who doesn't have that capacity yet because they haven't met this person so 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 I kind of act as a as a bit of a a translator or a guide for chaotic creatives mm. to really come home to themselves but also then be able to open up the door to their home to others to come in and kind of be comfortable. So that's one. Yes. That's one. Uh, that's one. Yes. Yeah. Anyone talk about the second one? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Just because they kind of, they're, they're almost the, once you've gone through that process, then wearing my speaker insight hat, which is the other company, I, I literally have. Um, uh, so the speakers, authors and coaches that are in the world, people who are self-electing to share their messages out in the world, whether it's speaking, writing, or indeed coaching, guiding people, it's that as well. So, so really, you know, I have these two sets of people that are the same, but one, one is kind of the more inner confidence journey that leads them through to the more outwardly how do I actually market and package me now that I have chosen to be a speaker, author, coach, leader, thought leader, tree shaker in the world? Mm, juicy, 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 <laughs> juicy. Thanks. So uh, let's dive into that that topic of container because it's something that we've, we spoke a bit about before and it's something that I've been very much receiving and working with in the past, just even, mm. I don't know, but recently, very, very much recently in the past few weeks, this idea of, you know, we have these different containers, the container of the body, the container of the home, the container of the relationship, the container of the, con- and then the container of the website, the container of the business, the container yeah. of these different things. And it's really, a, in my understanding, it's a way of it, it expanding our energy, allowing mm-hmm. our energy to be in different forms and different places for people mm-hmm. to experience it. Mm. Yeah. So I'm curious to hear your perspective on these on this word containers and how you work with it and how you yeah how you invite people to to, as you say to expand how you say expand their brilliance into their containers yeah so 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 for me and and again a bit like you it's it's something that has recently kind of come in for me I I I hold a space for it but everyone (laughs) I think it's I think it's a, a a paradox that the more boxed in we are the easier it is for us to get out of the box (laughs) (laughs) so so you know sort of like you have to have edges to understand how to go beyond the edges 
you have to have, you know, if we talk about comfort zones, we have to know where the edge of that is, whether it's round or square or, you know, just a straight wall in front of you, however you image that. You you need to know where it is. You need to know where the boundary of that is, i.e. what the container currently is, so that you can actually take a step, whether it's a tentative step or a leap, into that stretch zone, if you like, that's beyond it. Or indeed, if you are simply, you know, sort of if you're if you're doing some serious inner work, you know, <laughs> it isn't just a step, it's a it's a wow, I'm trusting myself to just go beyond what I knew and going to just allow myself to fall into, fall out of, fall somewhere, somehow, you know, sort of you can fall up into whatever it is and and become this new thing. But what's interesting is that edges then appear because the boundaries then appear into you are in this new consciousness, this new level, this new revelation for you but it still has edges, you know? So, so in order to have expansion, we need to know what we're expanding beyond. Mm. And, and so, so I, I find, you know, a lot of people are afraid of the boxes, but I love the boxes. I love figuring out, helping people figure out what their boxes are, whether that's the mental limitations they're putting in, whether it's the emotional constructs that they've put in place to keep them safe or, or to, hold themselves in or indeed to protect themselves from others. So, you know, on a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual level, we have these containers, but we can change. I think what we forget, and I see it as part of my job, is that we forget that that just because they are the shape that they are right now, it doesn't mean they have to stay that shape and it doesn't mean we have to stay within them. It means we can kind of play with it. I mean, I'm really playing with my body at the moment. I've got... I've got um, a personal trainer, you know, for the first time in my life, I've actually committed to this. I'm, I, I'm not ashamed to say, in fact, I'm delighted to say, I am 52 years old and my hair is graying and it's beautiful and I really love it, right? And 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 the deliciousness of that is, is that I, 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 I kind of woke up probably about six months ago or so to the fact that I was like, I have work to do. And this container that is my yes. body needs to to stay fit and healthy and sexy and and glorious for at least the next 40 years because I've got work to do so so for the first time in my life I am beginning and I will say I'm beginning because it isn't just a straight switch for any of us when we move into something new it's never a straight switch so I'm beginning this journey of actually putting my health and the container that my health is held in first well is it first no probably about third still behind learning and and having fun so you know sort of like but i'm 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 beginning to to really honor this this container because i want to be able to at 90 i'm holding this image of me at 90 92 of being poised and my head being held high on this spine of mine because it's still beautifully aligned i want to be that example so that's one form for me of container that, that we can honor the containers that were and and still kind of turn them into what we want them to be mm. 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 I love that it's very profound that idea of expanding beyond the container that we have been and I'll, I'll share my journey here which is I've, mm. I've been really 
playing, exploring the idea of containers as concentric circles, like ripples, you know, on the pond. Right. And like, you know, my, my connection with source is the first container, you know. And then it kind of expands into my body, into my home and relationship, into, you know, oops, <laughs> microphone's gone. <laughs> into, uh, into, then into my, 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 my community, my business, my website. And I noticed personally, it's easy for me to focus on the external ones. And it's, it's more of a challenge, less these days, but it still is like the, the more of a challenging to actually pause and do the work or really explore, go deeper with the, the concentric ones, you know, yeah. getting intimate with myself, with my body more, as you say, really looking after my body, you know, taking time from my partnership, from my home. So I'm curious how you've experienced that as well, if you take that kind of analogy, mm. you know, where do you find it easier? You've already said learning and uh, having fun, which I love, our kind of top priorities. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, so, so, so let me just speak to what you just said, because I love this idea of, <laughs> I love this idea of source. I think, wow, you're blowing my mind a little bit. You're blowing my heart a little bit, actually. Um, so, so I love this idea of you putting source as the concentric circle that's right at the heart of it. Mm. Because actually the idea that's usually presented is that we go, even if we talk about auras and, and that sort of thing, that we go from the physical through the emotional, through the through the mental to the spiritual. Mm. And yet source for me, you know, is at the heart of that. So I love this idea that you've just completely smacked me around the head <laughs> and gone, no, that's on, that's in the middle. And I'm going, yeah. you're right, it's, it's in the middle. Wow, it's, it's just great. So yeah, those containers, yeah, I'm picturing, you know, when kids. Uh, little babies have those colored kind of like, mm. you know, stacking blocks. Yes, like, exactly. You've just totally kind of turned it upside down for me. <laughs> I love it. And that's, that's really is my experience, you know, and the more, the more work I guess I've done, the more healing, clearing, transforming, whatever you choose to call it, the more, you know, the more I'm realizing and sensing how it really is our block, you know, about allowing source to expand. And allowing source to expand, you know, into our home, into our relationship, into our website, into la la la. And so there's this, there's this fresh alignment which comes effortlessly from inside. And I think in our society or in our, our way of being, we look at the external, we look outside of us and go, oh, how do I create this, you know, in relationship to this? And how do I do this? Whereas it's, this is just a simply going back to it's all inside. And, you know, when you allow it, it just... Uh, do you know, I, I, I so, so, so love that. I so love it because because it really is this whole. So uh, for, for those of you who are listening, uh, you probably don't know that I'm Danish unless you know me very well. And so so in Denmark, uh, in the Danish language, one of the things I really love that translates into English is that um, the spark. Um, so in English, spark, yeah. not a problem. In Danish, spark means kick. Kick. And so to spark is to kick. Yes. And so I love this mm. whole piece around source is the kick. Source kicks me off. Source mm. you know, sits at the center of everything. And, and it just it's one of my favorite things about speaking both of these languages is that actually 
that whole idea that source kicks me off in my new direction is wonderful. So I love the idea of this container and, and the containers of home. And, and I think there's something about making peace with, you know, that, that saying, um, home is where the heart is. Mm. Whether that is your business home or whether that is your, your spiritual home mm. or whether it's your living home, your relationship home, but home is where the heart is. And, and <laughs> during this delicious time, uh, so on a really personal level, um, my relationship, many relationships, I think, have strengthened during the mm. times when we've been in lockdown, when we've been together in close proximity. My relationship went the other way. And it's been absolutely a delicious experience. I, I, I know for some, you know, so so everybody breathe, take a breath. If you're if you're listening and you're going, oh, that's terrible. Well, mm. you might think so, but actually it really isn't. So it's a relationship of 17 years that that kind of has morphed and shaped the ch- the ch- the container has changed its shape. One of the things I really learned about home is that is that um, so I am now living. So I moved away from Hampshire where I was living in a glorious space with my dogs and you know with my partner. And shockingly, this whole scenario unfolded, and I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And I'm now living back in the space that I used to call home from the age of 11 to the age of 34. And so, so, so a weird thing happened. Um, I'm actually back. I, I, I've lost 20 years somewhere in the process. So I'm now thinking of myself as a 34 year old, not that I know what that is, but you know, again, the age is a container that we won't even go into. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's a nice label in some way, but there's this beauty in understanding that my home, what I really learned in this time is that I make home wherever I make home. I bring home through me and with yes. me. I create home through all that I am and mm. all that I wish to have around me. Mm. Powerful, yes. Mm-hmm. And so here's the bingo question. How does this apply to what you do with people? Really, really, really good bingo question. Um, I bring people home to who they truly are. I make it okay that they can do anything if they choose that. Mm. So, so, so it's this space of what I help people do is choose more than anything, choose to show up, choose to stay hidden, choose to honor the who they be so that they can share as much of themselves with themselves and others if they choose, mm. but simply to know and unfurl and uncover and, and delight in the revelation of who they be, because we're always more than we think we are. We're always more magnificent, more brilliant in some way. And so what I do is I really help to open up that homecoming and that expansion space of the containers, if mm. you like, of saying, you think you're just this, but you're not. But you're not. There's so much There's more. a cheekiness there as well. I love it. For sure. Oh, seriously, coaching and being coached and guided by me is never not fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's there's an element of, because, because I think growth, we can, and again, we're back to choosing. Growth, I think people think, some people um, have growth coded as something painful. And actually, that's one of the key things that I disavow people of. 
growth can be the most fun and delicious experience that you can have. Yes, there may be painful moments in it as you have to choose to leave something behind or or really get very, very brave, which feels so scary and, and kind of intimate at the same time. But But actually, what if we made it fun? What if the key guiding question was, how much fun could I have with this? Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's a question I've been dancing with a lot in the past few weeks. How can I go as slow as I need to, slow as I can, and make it as fun as possible, which goes very much oh. counter to something inside that wants to go fast, I want to take it all very seriously. I want to yeah. get... Yeah, get... <laughs> Get there as fast as possible and just focus on the on the the visual, the external, again, kind of those concentric circles, the, the outside yeah. stuff. Yeah. Where's, where's the, and there's no fulfillment in that, is there? There's no if no, I'm going no. fast, if I'm not focusing no. on my body, myself, my, you know, those I love. There's yeah. no fulfillment. You, you, you have to kind of, you know, if you make a tiny change or a big change, mm. there are ripples, as you say. There, there, there are these concentric kind of you know it's the aftershock of what actually happens and you have to kind of be around for the aftershock of you can have a really powerful experience I had one on Sunday you can have a really powerful experience and you might have had it but the other people around you haven't had it and suddenly you show up really differently and they're going what the hell <laughs> and or, or oh my gosh mm. but you're in of leaving them behind so if you don't slow it down enough to mm. to and this is one of my favorite english words savor to savor that experience to really experience the deliciousness of it then then you know a you're in danger of leaving everybody behind so then you are alone in your experience and that's no fun mm. so so actually slowing it down and savoring it and going wow i just did that and how amazing is that and and we i think every person listening has had some kind of expansion moment where it's like don't you want to stay in that for a little bit longer yeah. like don't you want to just like oh, rather than <laughs> beyond it and go oh what's, what's on the this next path? thing yeah yeah exactly it's like no like let you just worked really hard for that let yourself have it mm. yes the same yeah. word celebration comes to mind as well really celebrating <laughs> it say savoring it oh i like that word savoring <laughs> it savoring, <laughs> savoring. And, and you just said celebration. So, so one of the very first things that I do, even with my accountability, um, so I run various accountability groups. I run, you know, sort of accountability one-to-one -one coaching. I do all sorts of things. But however you are being coached by me, um, you know, sort of if, 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 if it's a client and it stumps them every time, because I work with these entrepreneurial kind of fast moving people who really want to get somewhere wherever that is. My job is to slow them down enough. And the first thing we always do is, is in fact, I didn't actually say it to you right when we first talked, but nine times out of 10, my first question is, and it's a strict question when, I, when, when I'm doing my coaching is, what are three, three things that you're celebrating? Mm. And the reason that we do it, and I might just, you know, I'll hold you in that space. You can have a little play with it as I say why. The reason that I do it is because it slows people down enough to bring their presence mm. present to, to allow themselves to understand that the impact of all they're doing, the impact of their effort, the impact of our thinking, our beingness actually is bearing fruition. 
even if it doesn't show up tangible yet. So those website changes that you were just talking about, they're already developing inside you. They may not yet be manifest on a landing page or on a, you know, whatever it is, but they're happening. Mm. And you may have done 20 hours worth of thinking, being, scribbling, post-it noting, whatever it is. But because it's not tangible yet, you discount all of that. And so everyone I work with, gets to must it's the only should i really put in tells me what their celebrations are mm. so what are you celebrating <laughs> i knew you were going to ask me that question yeah of course what am i celebrating i am celebrating my relationship right now mm. i'm celebrating my relationship we've gone through a deepening still as you say beginning of something mm. i mean i've been with together for three years and there's obviously there's different stages and phases and and depths, and that's what I'm celebrating the next phase as it's just opening up. I have no idea what it looks like. Amazing. But uh, it feels more profound, let's say, and celebrating that is important to me. Ooh, what am I celebrating? I'm celebrating the birth of a, a new collaboration. Again, actually, it comes back to my relationship, collaboration mm. with my partner, where we're bringing together our our skills in a very exciting way. Mm. Um, again, it's like, it's so intangible at the moment, you know, it's just some words on paper and only conversations, but yeah. there's a real gift in celebrating it because it kind of does make you look back a bit at what has already been, you know, unfolding, even if it's not, as you say, a tangible expression just yet. Yeah. Um, and what I, I'm celebrating my body. I've been similar to you in a different way. You know, I was a personal trainer 10 years ago. I've had mm -hmm. this up and down cycling yo-yo thing with food and exercise, gym for a long time. And then until maybe like a year ago, it was just yoga and dance and not more softer things. And I wasn't mm -hmm. feeling fully fulfilled. And a year ago, I started back at CrossFit. This time I started back at the gym and I feel so good in my right. body as a result of that. So I want to celebrate my body and celebrating not just my body but like the what happens when we find what what it what it wants because <laughs> it's unique to everyone you know someone might only want to dance I need to dance 24 7 yeah. I need crossfit I need gym I need some free movement I need some dance I need all of those things and I found I feel like I really found my sweet spot with that so I celebrate that Oh, you see? And how powerful is that, right? Just yeah. to stop and to celebrate. I mean, how present are you feeling right now? Yeah, it's beautiful energy. It really mm. is appreciation 101. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. And so 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 doing that, and so so I say this to anyone who's listening, when you do, you know, if you feel stuck or overwhelmed or or lost in some way, or you are frustrated or irritated. Stop and ask yourself that question. What three things am I celebrating right now? Because it will bring you present and it will bring you into the moment where you go, okay, from this place, mm. I can now deal with the thing that I was dealing yeah. with, which is amazing. But there's an honoring that really happens yeah. by doing that. So, you know, to, uh, my, gift, my gift is teaching. So, so I'm never going to do a podcast or an interview or anything without leaving people with something that they can do that makes a tangible difference in their world, even if it is intangible. Mm. But this, this is one of my favorite ways to, to get people present, including myself, 
to get me present to to what's now available because I can bring so much more of me to the next experience, which means I can share so much more of my creativity. Yeah, thank you for that very simple tool. It's a beautiful reminder. It is. You're welcome. What are you celebrating right now? <sighs> Weirdly, I wasn't anticipating the question. How delicious. <laughs> I, I, I'm now feeling like my clients do. It's like, because they always forget as well. It's really quite fun. Uh, so I'm celebrating um, Peter coming into my world, Peter being the, the, the physical trainer, um, mm. because he is so much more than that. So he is, he is, Literally, I, I'm not doing this to, I am doing this literally to be fit and flexible, as I said, when I'm 90. Yeah. And he is the exact perfect person for me to do that. So I'm really celebrating, I, I guess I'm not even celebrating Peter in this. I'm celebrating timing and intention. Because what I had was an intention to bring to me the person who can help me feel aligned in my body. And he does a full structural alignment piece. Yeah. And so, you know, and I had, I, I actually accepted a phone call with somebody that I was like, I was, I was hesitant about the phone call. I have to say, I, I had a little trepidation and some part of me went, no, 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 this is okay. I was like, okay. And sure enough, halfway through the conversation, Peter was mentioned and I was like, that, I want some of that. I now understand. Thank you so much. And so she and I were able to serve each other because I, of course, was able to be a conduit. I, I am a collector and a connector of people. Mm. So, so I have this wide crowd of people. So if you were to ask me, I need one of these people, I will usually be able to go, here, have this person. Yeah. This is a good person for you. <laughs> and so she and I literally exchanged people as a result of this phone call that we had. And it was just wonderful, right? Um, and, and, you know, that's direct exchange, which I love. And of course, sometimes we just pay it forward and see what shows up later. Um, but yeah, I'm very, I'm celebrating Peter coming into my world mm. and me and, and alongside that. So my intentionality, but also my commitment to this new vision for me. Yeah. So, so that's definitely one of them. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's so powerful also the way you say it, because you touched on what we've spoken about before. I wanted, what I wanted to bring us back to, which is the, the, the intangible and the tangible that kind of, you know, you start with sharing something very tangible, which is like. Peter coming into my life and then it becomes more intangible and actually what I'm celebrating is the alignment and the timing and that's, that's yes it. I love it that's it and 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 it's that you know sort of I think I think we can be much more fully present and much more contributory and so one of my big things is is you know connect create and contribute that is the theme of everything that runs through so and again those those have there are two sides of this so I help people get clarity certainty and confidence mm. but the result of that is that they connect create and contribute more so there is this tangible intangible thing that actually goes on as well and 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 I think it's that piece that everything in me is driven by and what contribution can I be today and so, of course, you know, we choose the people that guide us. We choose the people that mentor us for for likely the fact that they are an example of what, you know, what what somebody's heading for in some way. So so I love this idea of being a Pied Piper of people who are contributing in the world. You know, so so I go, OK, well, if I can be in the energy of contribution every single day, then the people who want to contribute 
usually at a much bigger level. So the people I work with definitely want to make change in the world. They're mm. innovators, creators, you know, they, 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 they definitely want to challenge kind of things, you know, sort of, and I see challenge as a really positive, great yeah. thing rather than a negative thing. Um, and, and those people, if I can be in the energy of being a contribution, those people find me for exactly that reason, because they want to be a contribution at a higher level or a bigger level than they are currently giving themselves permission to mm. be or do. So, so it's this, it's like, we always have to find the guiding light, you know, that lighthouse that will stand there and go, it's okay. I've got you. Safe harbor's over here, but you go out on the sea. It's fine. I've got you. That. Mm. And that's what coaching really is, isn't it? Coaching, guiding, mm-hmm. mentoring, it's, as you say, creating that, both creating that safe harbor. And, mm-hmm. and also, I mean, this is just coming to me now, but also coaching, it, for me, is, all, is also providing that space where the intangible and the tangible dance, right? That's it. It's because it's, it's only through, it's through conversation, really, questioning, conversation, that you're opening up new, new areas of consciousness, new areas in, in energy. Yeah. Yeah. And so on the surface, it looks, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a coach, but underneath it, there's, there's it really is a, a container, a mm-hmm. beautiful container yeah. for people, it as is. you said at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I think there's a courage like, you know, sort of so so like with anything, we get better and better at doing something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a travel writer. I, I'll, I'll say this. I think you and I have done this one before, but I'll, I'll tell everyone. Um, so there's a travel writer called um, Virgil Thompson writing in the 1850s, so the 1850s. And uh, he was specifically talking about travel. But, you know, we're all talking about, you know, kind of <laughs> into travel mm. in some way and raising consciousness. To me, that's travel as well. So yeah. so he said, you should try things three times. The first time to just get over the fear of it. So just go there, even though you're afraid, just to get over the fear of it. Then you should try it again, because what you want to do is you want to learn from it. So you, so because, because you've gotten rid of the fear of it, you've removed that first level of it. Now you can actually be in that exploration space and, and, and kind of learn from it. And then he said, you should try it a third time to work out whether you like it and want to continue <laughs> doing it or not. And I just <laughs> love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. And that brings us back to slowing down, doesn't it? To kind of mm-hmm. take our time with things rather than just rushing and yeah, yeah getting it done. Yeah. Because, because there's a new level of, of, of learning that actually comes in as you deepen, as you go through it again. You, you're yeah. never going to bring the same you yeah. to the experience. You're never going to do the thing for the first time. You're always going to, you, you know, you will have some prior knowledge once you've done it once. You will have more knowledge once you've done it twice. And so, so there's a difference in the decision-making process that you do, which is why I tend to make people, you know, if I'm working with something really tangible, like writing the landing page copy, you know, I will make them do it three times <laughs> because it just is better the third time because they're more used to it. They're more used to what they want to say. So this whole, and, and gosh, this has been a learning for me. So the whole way of, you know, sort of like, because I used to be a perfectionist, like I'm totally a recovering perfectionist, right? Totally. And and so, so but what I learned was this whole idea of the, the first draft is actually just my playground. So I had to really teach myself mm. this whole 
it's my playground. Where do I want to go with this? I just want to get stuff down there and, and kind of, you know, let it kind of dance around and then using your word, dancing around it for the second time. Like when I come to it, because it's not completed when I do it the first time. And that's the thing. And a lot of creative, you know, chaotic creatives for certainly, but a lot of creative inspired people they kind of think that they have to draw from the muse immediately and it's perfect and amazing. It's so not, it's just not. Because you have to, again, you're the container for that idea that just came in. And so you want to allow the space for it to kind of grow and play and take its place and go, I like the swings, I don't like the slide. You know, it's 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 that whole element of it. So So if you do it fast the first time, don't leave it behind. Go back, visit it again and go, Oh, what juice did I miss? Oh, I missed that. That's amazing. And then you refine it. So you go from, and this is my Sunday experience. So, so you, know, sort of, you, you can hear the energy in me at the moment. I can feel the energy in me at the moment. But discovering the raw, pure power of something and then leaving enough room to refine. Because raw power can be really frightening <laughs> like I felt myself get really het up just then so I'm just taking a breath and allowing myself to kind of just refine back in and going no because it can take us out of connection so now I need to refine it a little bit and actually come back and go I'm here talking to a human let me bring that energy down back into this mm. and connect again mm. yeah it's very interesting what's the dots that are connecting as you're speaking this idea of, um, or the need to slow down, to savor, in order, as you're saying, to to receive more, to kind of integrate it more, to make it more, yeah, to make it what it needs to be. Yeah. I, and I completely, richer. And richer, richer, yeah, and to save, I think in, in the savoring, you're kind of, it becomes richer and more, more intimate and more fulfilling. Intimacy, actually, is a word that also I've been yeah. working with a lot, you know, we, and again, I'm noticing myself, similar to what you just shared, sometimes I just want to get it on, out of my head and onto paper. And in that, there's no real intimacy. I'm not connected mm. with the words. I'm not feeling it. I'm not connected to, to the end result of who this is going to be contributing towards or of service to. And in yeah. the slowing down, in the coming back to that, the, for me, it's the sacredness of the container. There's like an intimacy. Oh, that feels really good to connect. I know. I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I, I want to go and throw some things on a page right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, intimacy. It's all about that, isn't it, really? Because yeah. in that space of intimacy, we are in our hearts, we are connected, mm. we're feeling, we're receiving, we're giving. There's a, a dance yeah. that's happening. And, and, and I think, you know, sort of the best creativity comes when we are in that intimate space. Mm. It, it's It's... And, and, you know, and I think there's um, there's a call for us to get more into intimate, you know, sort of and to, to really kind of be with, which, again, I'm back to celebration, you know, how can you, how much, what can you do today to be with you even more yeah. so that you can come and share the uniqueness of you out in the world? So, you know, it is this yin yang, it is this, um, you know, the infinity symbol that mm. kind of goes back and forth. It's like, I go out, I come in. I go out, I come in. And, and through that, there's there's flavoring. I'm really on cooking right now. I was thinking about goulash before when you were saying about kind of, you know, deepening in this, like, yeah, flavors deepen, you know. Yeah, and that's the truth for humans as well, yeah. right? That's true. Yeah. I love that. 
And so this is leading me to a, a perfect segment, of, of course, as it does, into the, um, to this, well, I wanted to say, you know, talk about the Facebook group that you, I think you, yeah. co, you co-hold or you hold, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll tell me in a moment, because it's a space that is, has about 8,000 members, and yet I feel yeah. it is very intimate. Yeah. Yes. We've worked hard on it. So, yeah. so, um, so the Connection Hub, uh, yeah. so if you're a Facebook person, come and find us in the Connection Hub, specifically for coaches, authors, speakers, because, you know, we speak to a type of person. So I think part of the intimacy and the connection is that there is a united purpose behind that actual tribe. They are coming from a similar aspect. You know, that's not to say, you know, sort of, and, and we also have a bunch of the, the part of, Part of the reason that we set it up as the connection hub was that we really thought about the speakers, authors and coaches that we serve and the struggles that they have. And one of the key things around that is, you know, they're experts at doing what they do, Mm. but they also need we all need we are interconnected. You know, we all need people around us who do other skill things, you know, like the web designers, the graphic kind of illustrators, the, you know, all of the people that kind of work in the background, stitching things together, et cetera. So we were like, well, how do we create a container (laughs) that, that allows all of those people to be in a space together? And I said earlier, you know, I'm a collector and a connector. And I'm like, well, between the two of us, Kelly and I have a little black book that's really quite hefty. You know, (laughs) and it's like, well, let's just put them all in there and so so what we do inside the connection hub is we we encourage and we stimulate people to talk about the things that really matter to them and we we make it safe so so um you know and this is where i borrow from helping you shine so uh, so i'm going to mix two things for for a second because that's part of the blend um so so when i when i say helping you shine Shine is actually a, a framework that I use to, to help people grow and to help people really trust themselves. Because my belief is that we all deserve to shine and, and it is an acronym. So it is about, I believe absolutely deeply that people deserve to feel safe and they have a right to feel safe and that we have a right to feel happy and to be happy, inspired, safe, happy, inspired, needed and expressed shine safe happy inspired needed and expressed so we can be all of these things but only if we choose it so i'm back right back to the circle um or right back to the beginning only if we choose it and only if we choose to be in charge of it so you can't make me feel safe i can't make you feel safe i can create the container that will allow you to bring out how you feel safe Mm but I can't make you feel safe. So what Kelly and I set out to do, so coming back into this, is we we decided to create a container called the Connection Hub, which is, it's just a Facebook group, but it's so not just a Facebook group. It is a place where people connect and are real with each other and and feel safe enough to ask the right questions. So that safety thing, if we don't feel safe, we don't explore. If we don't, create and generate some level of of you know feeling like this might be okay Mm. which is one level of safe then then we stay small and stuck 
So we wanted to create a space where it was safe enough to do that, but also where you could share how inspired you are, where you could actually share how you are feeling needed in some way, where we could stimulate you and prod you and say, say, what are you learning as a speaker right now? How is this whole, mm. I'm going to use the pivot word just because it's there, you know, this whole kind of like, oh, my word, you know, you used to stand on stages and now that got taken away six months ago. How are you dealing with that? What We, we made it a space where it's okay for you to talk about anything and everything, inner and outer, yeah. the yin and the yang around being a speaker or the coach and running a business around that. Mm. So, yeah, I love the group. I have, mm. and, and honestly, Ed, really, I don't know how we have 8,000 people in there right <laughs> now. I don't thing. know how we generate it, but we do it because it's, it's got this delicious feeling to it and we manage it well and we support it and it's, mm. we make sure the container is okay. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a space of love with, with the clear, the clear boundaries that come with love. With, yeah. you know, oh, so, perfect. Yeah. It's so simple as that really. And I feel it, you know, and I see your presence and all the threads and all the comments, you know, and it's, it's um, inspiring, I would say, you know, really inspiring to see how one can one's presence can be felt so deeply you know in a in that kind of context yeah for sure because most of the people we you know we haven't ever met these people you know we have a massive following now like I think a third of the people in the group are you know we're based in the UK but a third of the people in the group are in the states and you know a good you know 500 or so of those people are somewhere in australasia you know sort of it is a really global community and again we didn't set out and design it to be that we set out and designed it to be something that would be a space where speakers authors and coaches could connect with Mm. other people around the things that are important to them so Mm. so there's this this importance of you bringing your ideas, of us all bringing our ideas out into the world and creating what will support and sustain people. Yeah, yeah. Not that whole, I do it because I want to make this much money and I want to do this and I want to do that. And it, 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 that's not it. Yeah. There's a byproduct that happens when you create something real and magical. Yeah. It just lets all of that other stuff happen. Yeah. And it comes back to... We can either focus on just the external, the, the external circles of numbers and figures, or you know, it needs to be doing this and design it from that space, or what you've done, which is design it from that that source point of this needs to be intimate, you know, deep held, safe, yeah. sacred space, and from there, yeah. you know, whatever's yes. happened has happened. And 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 it's interesting that you say that because part of the sacredness is that when we hit seven thousand members, we we chose to turn on um, moderation. We chose that you know we would actually look at and and approve every post that goes in, yeah. because at seven thousand we were starting to find that actually that dilution, the container, you know, people were coming in and going oh, this looks like a great place to dump my stuff. And you just go, yeah, you can bugger off yeah, right now. You know, exactly. And so, so part of it is exactly as you say, it's the, the setting up, you know, how do we create a love space? But love works best when put in boundaries. It's that, 
we're, we're back again to this whole space around if I have, a, you know, a little square or a circle that is this size, then I know where the edges are and I know what the rules are that allow me to go here or there. But I also know how to ask to break the rules. I also understand, you know, so we're now getting to the stage where we have a lot of requests that come in for how do I interview you or how do I do X, Y, Z? And and that's exactly it. So there's something about, uh, I talk about the green flag in the sand a lot. So when you're developing a, a, a business or when you are indeed scaling your business in some way, if you can imagine that you have a green flag, you, you need to imagine, the full story behind this is, you need to imagine that you sell beautiful Belgian chocolate ice cream yeah. and you have your little cart and you go down to the beach and you plant your green flag in the sand, which has got the most gorgeous waffle cone, obviously, with your chocolate ice cream printed on said flag. And you stand there and, and you, you know, at 12 o'clock, you're there and the sun is hot and the people are out, but nobody really is lining up for you. And as you scan the beach, you see a yellow flag further down the beach and and you see your friend Luigi, you even wave, but he's a bit too busy to wave back because he's got a long line of people just standing there going, give me your lemon sorbet because that's what he does best. He does lemon sorbet, right? Mm. And the thing is, is that you start wandering off. You're stood there and one or two people are coming along and that's completely fine. But you're standing there going, I could nip home and I could make orange sorbet. That seems to be going, okay, I could do that. But what happens is, is you would take your flag down, you would actually kind of miss all the people who go for the luxuriant kind of 2.30 in the afternoon. I've been baked by the sun, you know, and I've had my little swim, but I still want something because I feel delicious. I want chocolate ice cream. And so what do they do? They look for the green flag in the sand and they come to you and you're the one with the line at 2.30. And Luigi's packed up and gone home by then because actually... They knew where to find you because you had your green flag in the sand. And, it, and it's this, this beautifulness of choose something and stick with it for a while before you change your mind. Because mm. you don't know what magic is going to happen. Mm. Mm. And it comes back to that idea of saving it and slowing it down and allowing it to unfold over one, two, three yeah. drafts or iterations or... Yeah, over time, yeah. being committed to, I mean, from a metaphysical perspective, bringing that energy through, maybe, but, you know, mm -hmm. allowing something to be born, really. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. And, and, and so the, the final bit I'll kind of say around that is, is that Helping You Shine uh, was incorporated as a company, got its own little identity, became an entity in November 2014. It showed up in a journal because I happened to find it, as you do, in June 2008. Yeah. It took me that long to turn the idea mm. into the company that is now my company. Yeah. It was called something entirely different, and it had a slightly different purpose, you know, yellow flag, green flag. But it needed to percolate enough inside me to go, yeah, this has legs. This is my green flag. Now. Mm. And just to maybe coming to the end, but this is also interesting because until the past few months, I've been very much in the, oh, you know, and it, even until maybe perhaps, I mean, you 
everything's connected, so it's hard to pinpoint exactly what. But the workshop we did with Marianne was very yeah. powerful to stop my my wandering mind from going, oh, with this and this and this and this and things that seemingly seem disconnected or, yeah. or kind of came back to this this umbrella of like, in this context, you know, guiding people home to themselves yeah. and to the beauty of life. And it's still, you know, it's still percolating. It's still, things are still coming together even more and making even more, more sense as they connect. So it's very mm. interesting when you say that it is, there's a, and it's a good question, you know, because there's a frustration in me, at least, you know, of wanting to go fast, wanting to get it out there, wanting to get it, get the website up, you know, and then there's the reality, which is actually there's a deeper knowing or life, things are just yeah. happening that oh, it's not the right time, things are slow, things aren't happened, haven't happened yet. So mm -hmm. how, this is maybe a nice one to finish with, how how do you deal with that and do you have any wisdom or tools that you can give to support with yeah. that oh I definitely do because yeah, I see sure that do. frustration all yeah. the time as you can imagine because you know that's exactly my sweet spot <laughs> so, so 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 the biggest thing I can say to that is is experiment so you can put out the not finished version of something. You can actually put out, you know, the thing that you want to put out in a blog, you might put out in a Facebook post or in an Instagram story or something like that, because that's going to give you some feedback. Mm. But before you do it, you want to be able to check in with yourself and go, do I feel completely happy when I put this out that I won't take anything that comes back personally? Mm. Because actually that's going to make you shrink and shrivel into yourself and it's going to make you doubt. So there's something here about kind of writing things out, creating things, being sure enough inside yourself to understand that if somebody said, oh, I don't like the color of that, that you don't go into a complete ball or like, you know, you're fetally rocking in a corner somewhere going, oh God, they hate it. I've got to go back to the full drawing board. Mm. So, so it's this, it is the savoring and the slowing down. And it's also the, how do I create a safe boundary or barrier between me and me simply putting out something that I'm thinking about? Does that help? Yes, it does very much. Nice. Experimenting. That's very nice. Yeah. yeah. And, and not taking it seriously. I'm back to, I'm always going to round off with fun. It's like, how much fun could I have with this? How curious could I get about how this might land? Mm. That pulls in a lightness rather than a tightness. Mm. That allows you to, to, to really kind of sit in the space of, what if? What if? And what if? Yeah, that space of wonder where it's, I wonder what's going to happen and it opens up a whole new and there it is. Of ourselves. Yeah. There it is. And so I, I, I'm so glad you said that because you said it a couple of times, because, of course, that's one of the things that unites you and I. Um, I think I've told you this before, but, you know, my very first thought for the company and I still own the website and I may still somewhere, somehow savoring, leaving space. Um, I've owned and indeed my very first company that is, a, 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 you know, sort of um uh, you know, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Um, uh, th that isn't out in the world, you know, sort of it's a, it's, it's registered, but it's not doing anything. A dormant company, dormant, that's yeah. good. Um, it is actually called Ways to Wonder. Yes. 
because it is exactly about helping people get to that awe and inspiration behind living in the world. We're human beings who get to be in this playground right now. What's not to love about that? So yeah, wander away as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's the magic. That's where that's where dots connect and stars align and connections are made that if we're in serious and trying to get it right and trying to get it perfect and trying to figure it out. So we're just digging. digging. Yeah. That's very <laughs> it's tight. Not fun. Very yeah, tight. it's not fun. Keep it light, voice. people. Keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, final couple of questions then. What yeah. is there anything you want to add to all of this? Is there anything that you feel you, you can't ask me that question? We'll be here for hours. You have what? <laughs> So, 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 so um, I, I will share what Barbara, who is a, a mentor of mine, who is no longer present in the earth, but still very present in me. Mm. Um, uh, she always used to say, you are never given more than you can handle. Do you know how you'd know? No. You'd be dead. I'm like, that puts lightness in. Yes, it does. It's like, Wow. I'm never given more than I can handle. Am mm. I still alive? You can pinch yourself and go, am I still alive? Okay, well, I must be able to handle this. So that, like, that, that's just a driving, like, when I take myself too seriously, when anyone takes themselves too seriously, that is where I go. I'm like, you're never given more than you can handle. How do I know? Because you're still alive and breathing in front of me. That's where it goes. Mm. So thank you, Barbara. Uh, <laughs> that's probably my last edition. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. That's one to remember. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and how do people connect with you? What's the best way? Oh, uh, I'm very blessed with a unique name, Helena Holrick, H-O-L-R-I-C-K. You literally can find me pretty much anywhere, but messenger me, uh, or come and find me inside the connection hub. So if you go to Facebook groups, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the connection hub, you will find us and you will definitely be able to connect with me in that way. Um, or helpingyoushine.com. Yeah, great. Come, and, come, sure. and, come and play. Yeah, I'll make sure all of these links are in the, the notes of the show, oh. the show notes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you and so I'm much. And really I'm open. Oh, no, 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 you are so welcome. I'm, I love meeting people, so please do be in touch with me. And, oh, Ed, thank you. Yeah, thank you as well. I mean, I, I love this, you know, I love, I've loved speaking to you and love this conversation because from this, you know, this bouncing back, this flow, this new dots, again, in this playful exploration, new dots are connecting and, yeah. you know, it's also beautiful to be reflected back from, you, you know, your work and your, because I see, you know, how much, how many years of experience and how much, you know, you've been doing this for, for a long time and it's beautiful yeah. to witness that from outside and to see the impact it's having you know in, in on people it just just from what i see and you know from the mm. the facebook group that's enough to to get a sense mm. thank from my, you my perspective yeah thank you. i'm definitely on my path to touching 10 million lives let's put it that way ah yes well beautiful and thank you wish you all the best with that <laughs>